you said that it's like, it's not working. And I said, Amy, we, we did something different. We are doing something different. We're not just sitting here twiddling our thumbs and waiting for the magic to happen. Like we are making the changes necessary for us to really see the needle move. And I do think that it was just, it was something magical because what happened is that maybe we didn't see the jump that we wanted to see in the numbers, but what it did is it changed our mindset in the moment of the launch where we were going, you know, we're like, Oh my gosh, something's not working. What's, what's going on? What's happening. Then we did that pivot. We got excited. The energy filled the room and it filled, it literally took us to the very end of the launch where we just were able to apply the changes and do the work and really, really work until the very end. Because I told you, I was like, it's not over until it's over. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-seven-figure business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, the budget, and the time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today, one that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible, one that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and a life you love, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. This is going to be a fun episode because I've invited my director of customer experience, Josh Palmer, to join me here. And we are going to take you behind the scenes and really just share with you what it looked like in terms of behind the scenes of my latest Digital Course Academy launch. We did it in September of 2022. It was an amazing experience. There were definitely highs and lows. And we're going to talk about all of that. But I thought it might be fun if I brought Josh in because Josh is during launches, he is now um, seems to be my sidekick. We are together (laughs) a lot through this whole thing. And he has a really unique perspective because he kind of has his hands in a lot of different um, parts of the launch. And Josh is from Raleigh, North Carolina, but he came into Nashville the entire launch. So he was here on site, which so were some other people on my team. So we'll talk about that. So I thought we would just get into it. So Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Amy, for having me. I am so honored to be your sidekick (laughs) at these launches. It's so much fun when we come together and we do this all in person. It just brings a lot of energy and magic. So it does. Happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here. And when I say that you have your hands in a lot of things, you are running the customer experience department. And so during Digital Course Academy, we get a flood of emails at all different times. We release a timely bonus. You get a bunch of questions about that. We're doing a sneak peek. You get a lot of questions about that. We're in a webinar. People need to change their time. Like you guys are flooded. Can you remember how many emails you all answered during DCA? We answered over 7,000 emails. In a matter of nine days. So we, well, well, we, we got 7,000. I would say we answered about, about 
5,000 of those. Um, yeah. We just got flooded. But thank goodness it was just not me. It was our entire team. They all jumped in. We were able to um, respond within 24 hours of people emailing in. And so it is definitely busy, busy times, but it's definitely worth it. It's so worth it. Wait, people are going to ask, like, what did you do with the other 2000 emails? You just didn't answer them? (laughs) No. (laughs) What happens is we get a lot of canned responses. So when we send out marketing emails out, we get a lot of of the the responses from like inboxes where people are like either on vacation or they're not in the office. And so we get a lot of those and and spam emails and stuff like that. So we clear those out. So I want to make sure that we responded to that amount of people, not like actual 7,000 emails that came through. Gotcha. But still very, very impressive. When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today tailoring it to suit your business specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. So not only do you run that department, and we're going to talk about kind of how we got the whole team in to help you because that's a lot of emails. And we only have one other full-time customer support representative, and then we have a part-time person. We were not staffed enough, and we've talked about that, changing that for next year. But we're going to talk about what we did to alleviate the stress there. And then you also manage the team that was the concierge. So we allowed people to get on the call with my team members to talk about if they're right for the program or not. Tell everybody how many calls you all fielded. Is that a word, fielded? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had... So how it worked out is we had Calendly set up where people can schedule calls in advance. So we had over 700 calls scheduled, meaning people have said, I want to speak to some uh, DCA advisors. We call them DCA advisors. And um, out of 700, we were able to talk to over 600 people. So I mean, it was amazing. Yes. Um, the response that we got. Um, and it was busy times. Yeah, it was busy times. So the other hundred just didn't show up for calls. Oh, I like yeah. to just so yeah, so it's like it. it's like a show up, you know, rate where people like register and like they don't show up or they reschedule or cancel, they don't need the call anymore, which is great. But um, we were able to speak to over 600. 
incredible. And I have to tell you all, that really changed the game for us. Um, the conversions are through the roof when someone is able to get on a call with, let's say, Josh. Many of you got to talk to Josh. So if he sounds familiar, that's why. And uh, having somebody kind of hear you out, even for 15, 20 minutes, makes a huge difference. So we will huge. absolutely continue to do that. Right, Josh? Absolutely. Yeah. And our DC advisors love to speak to people and connect with people. And it's such an amazing experience and different level of service when you actually get to speak to someone over the phone or over. And in, in this case, it was Zoom, which we got to actually see the person, um, which just up levels that entire uh, experience. So it was, it, it was great. I, we loved to just talk to people about DCA and whether or not they're, they're right fit for the program. Yeah. And nobody that did the calls, we had some alumni do the calls and some team members. Nobody was like a trained sales professional, which I actually thought that was kind of cool. They're just people that really know the program. Yeah. They know who's a good fit and they could honestly have those conversations. So it was a beautiful experience. It was all Josh's idea last year, right, Josh? We It was the first time last year? It was the first time last year. You came to me in the summer and you were like right before DCA uh, launch. You said, I really want you to get on phones with people. And so we started to talk about what that looks like. And we talked specifically about, we didn't want it to make it salesy or, um, you know, we just didn't want... The programs like that usually get a bad rep about yeah. like, oh, you know, they just want to make the sale or make the commission. Well, we didn't want that experience. We want to truly have honest conversations with potential students to make sure that they are the right fit. And so the conversations were honest. Like we've had advisors say, you know what? You're not the right fit. Right there. Like we did not, it's not about the sale for us. It's about whether or not we get the right people into the program because we know that their success is our success. And if we get the right people in, we're going to see progression and we're going to see their success in the program. Yes, absolutely. So that was a big part for us. So that went really well. Um, also, okay. So throughout the launch, we got scrappy this time. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on. I wanted to talk to somebody else who was in the trenches with me. We got scrappy in a lot of different ways. And those that are listening, they have smaller teams than us. They're not bringing out 10 people to their hometown to do a 10 day launch. They might have like one or two other people on their team. And so Scrappy is like their middle name. And it was nice for us to kind of get back to our roots doing that. And there's two areas that I think we got Scrappy. Number one is that you did not have enough support for all those emails that came through in Help Scout, which is the software we use for all of our customer support. So talk about power hours, talk about how the team stepped in. I also got into Help Scout and I have to say... Shout out to Amy. She was a customer service rep. And some of you may have gotten a voice. She loves to do voice memos. She loves to respond in voice messages, which I think is brilliant um, because you get to hear Amy's voice. But she got in there, y'all. She was in there. Okay. So, but I have to say, I have to tell on Josh. Josh does not like when I get into Help Scout because all of a sudden I'm worried about like a million things. Like, does everyone know how to answer this question? And have you guys been getting that question a lot? And how are you addressing it? And he's like, 
get out of my department because I literally lose my mind. But I do looms or voice messages because if I just wrote, hey, it's Amy and I thought I'd answer this question, no one's going to believe that I'm in my own help scout because I've been around for a while and I've got a big team. So I needed them to know, no, I am in here. I think I answered like a hundred of them. That was my goal to answer a hundred questions and help scout. And it was great for me. Uh, Anybody who is doing course launches and you feel disconnected at any time, get into your customer support because you'll see what people are asking. You'll see what's coming up for them. It was a goldmine for me. I loved it. But talk about Power Hours. Talk about how we got the rest of the team involved. Yeah. So first and foremost, we created a support schedule. So if you are thinking, okay, I need some extra help. What we did is we reached out to um, our departments and we said, is there anyone just available during the launch that could lend an hour or two throughout the launch to work on emails and support our customer support? And so we did that first so that we can stack our schedule so we can make sure. But when in times of pivots and times where it's like we need to make a change in the experience or in the launch where those people are no longer available, we tend to um, do power hours where we say, okay, everybody that's available in the next hour, let's jump on into Help Scout and let's knock these emails out. And so, and, and of course, we're not just going to um, use canned responses or, you know, we use guided responses as a way to help us guide the conversation in those type of questions that come in. But we use those hours to really focus, hyper focus on responding to customers. And it really does help with the volume and cutting down the volume. So we do power hours. We, um, we pull from other departments, making sure like if anybody's available, I mean, we had our copywriter in there. We had our graphic designers in there. We had everybody that had a piece of the launch in there helping our customers. And it's a beautiful thing to see. It really is. I think it's great for people in your department, like my copywriter, Emery, to connect with customers. So we, we can lose that connection so easily when you're just working on your thing and you have nothing to do with front-facing customer experience. So I actually think it's a great thing. One of the things that I realized in this launch, I should have realized this years ago, but I know, Josh, you already knew this, but there are sales waiting to happen in your customer support app or software, whatever you're using. And if you're not actually making all of those emails a priority, you are leaving money on the table. And another way to leave money on the table is someone's asking about your program and you're getting back to them 72 hours later. In the moment is when they want to make that decision. Especially when you're offering bonuses like mid cart bonus or yeah, timely. You know, a timely bonus, you know, and they have questions and they're on their fence and they're eager to buy a response. A quick response is, is, is important. We don't want them to just sit there um, waiting. And so it's important to have as much support as you can so that you have a good response time. Yes. And even if you're a small business and you don't have this big team to help you, I think it just is so important that let's say if you answered five emails of people asking questions about your program, likely three of them are going to buy. So don't discount just because you don't have hundreds or thousands of emails coming through. Everyone asking questions about your course, they're genuinely interested. So make it a priority that you have time to get into customer support every single day. Okay, so that was one thing I wanted to talk about. But let's talk about having people around you that will give you pep talks if you need them in the moment. So there was this, I wanted to bring Josh on because there was this moment 
where we'll talk about it, but we decided to do something scrappy. And at the last few hours, which is really last few days, but I'm being dramatic of the launch, we decided to do a 30 minute intensive training where we charged $27 for it. All the webinars were over. I knew there was a gap in where we were and where I wanted to end this launch and I needed to do something extra. So we'll talk about getting scrappy there. But when we did it right afterwards, I didn't see huge results. And I looked at you and I'm like, it's not working. And do you remember what you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> Something along the lines of, it's going to be all right. It, you've got to give it time. We showed up. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. I remember you telling, um, you, you said that it's like, it's not working. I said, Amy, we, we did something different. We are doing something different. We're not just sitting here twiddling our thumbs and waiting for the magic to happen. Like we are making the changes necessary for us to really see the needle move. And I do think that it was just, it was something magical because what happened is like maybe we didn't see the jump that we wanted to see in the numbers, but what it did is it changed our mindset in the moment of the launch where we were going, you know, we're like, Oh my gosh, something's not working. What's, what's going on? What's happening? Then we did that pivot. We got excited. The energy filled the room and it filled, it literally took us to the very end of the launch where we just were able to apply the changes and do the work and really, really work until the very end. Because I told you, I was like, it's not over until it's over. Yes. That's what you said. Like I had a moment where I just started worrying and I had this, was this launch compared to 2021, I felt at peace, no matter what was going to happen. I was in a, such a better mental space this year than last year that I knew no, no matter what was going to happen, I was going to feel proud of us. I knew that from day one, I don't know, it just like came over me. But then I had that moment of weakness that I'm like, oh, maybe this isn't going to work. You're like, wait, you've got to give it time. So that helped me immensely. Surrounding yourself with people that you can be honest with and share your feelings during a launch. You don't have to stuff them down. And then people that know the launch well are like, whoa, 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 let's get back in the game. And you are right, Josh. I never thought about this. When we decided to pivot and do one extra thing that we hadn't planned to do, there was this newfound energy and camaraderie around the team. We were like solidified as this is happening and we're doing it together. So let's talk about that. We had this idea to do like a 30 minute intensive. There were some questions that were coming up that we thought we can address. The webinars are over. I'm not going to do another Facebook Live. Facebook Lives are not working for me anymore. We're not seeing the amount of people and engagement we used to see. So we have to do something different. So we had this idea. Let's do a 30 minute intensive. Let's invite everybody on a Monday. We'll do it on a Tuesday morning. The cart closes on Thursday. So it's like really everything's close. And I said, let's charge for it. We'll, we'll let the first 500 people get in for free to reward those fast action takers. Everybody else has to pay 27 bucks. And so we started to talk about it. There's a coupon code. They got to put it on the credit card. What if we do this, that? And then what happened, Josh? Because remember where I got frustrated? We started talking about it. It was complex. We'd never done it before. It was confusing. And what happened in that moment? Yeah, what happened was is that we, you know, it got too complicated. And I can feel that the team wanted to like strip it down and just make it simple. And we just wanted to just make it easy. We didn't want to include a coupon code. And it started to feel like we were going back to like what we know. 
Yes. Okay. So glad that you said that because we had to do DSD, do something different. And we came up with this great idea and then we talked about it and we're just stripping it down, stripping it down. And now it's just like a 30 minute training. I might as well just do another Facebook live. (laughs) And I remember you being like, this is just another 30 minute talk. Like, I don't want to like do just a 30 minute talk. I want to do something different. Yes. I got like really passionate. I'm like, you guys, you just took all the magic out of a brand new idea. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. So that was, I was proud of myself, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot, because (laughs) I knew I'm getting a lot of training right now about being a better leader. I'm working with Michael Hyatt. He's teaching me how to really step up. And I thought, wait, I got to get us back on the field. We are on the sidelines. And I love simplicity. Josh, in our business, we do pride ourselves with not too many bells and whistles. Let's keep it simple. But sometimes when you need to close a gap, you're going to have to DSD, do something different. Amen, sister. <laughs> so that's when I was like, bring it back in. I want a coupon code or I want some kind of discount. I want the first 500 free. Then everyone pays because when you pay, you pay attention. And Josh, I have to say, you ran with it. So once I was like, bring the magic back, you did make it happen. Yeah. And you know, I remember you in that moment saying, what if we just got like, what if we just opened the phone calls that everybody called? And remember, we were like, yes. Oh my gosh, like a colophon? Like, that's right. So that came on the back of it. We did. Yeah. And what we did was, is we did 10 minute, 15 minute calls. We said, we're going to set this up. The entire team got on board with it, you guys. Like, it's amazing how it just magical it I was. Forgot. And yeah. I just am so thankful for a leader uh, like Amy who would not back down of doing something different. And I love that. she pushed us and she, you know, casted that vision and we made it happen. And it was just magical. Like we, one thing I will say is that, and I think this is part of the energy and part of the magic throughout the launch is that it was the reason why we felt that peace is because we were doing everything possible. We were not just sitting around. And that is where like, I'm super proud of our team. I agree. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. And by sitting around, I know what you mean by that. We weren't just going to do what we've always done and then say, well, we didn't hit the goal, but this is what we've always done and it's worth because everything we were doing absolutely was working. I mean, we're talking about a multi-million dollar launch, but we just knew there was something that was going to need to happen. So to, to be really specific about what you said, we did this 30 minute intensive and it was basically 
a year in the life of a course creator, what was possible? We broke down the money. We broke down the opportunities. We, it was really cool. Like, let me future pace you. And then at the end, I said, if you're still on the fence, we just opened up a bunch of 15 minute slots. So we had like 40, 50, Lots because we got everyone on my team to stand by. Like I wanted it to be a callathon where the phone started ringing, but <laughs> Zoom doesn't work that way. So right. it was a Zoomathon, and that's when we had tons of calls that day. And that's why Josh is like, you have to be patient, Amy. These calls need to happen before you see if this actually worked. And it did work. Eighty nine percent show up rate, forty five percent conversion rate. Like that. 30 minute intensive was incredible. And it had such a high show up rate because people paid for it. And those that got it for free still had to put in a credit card that zeroed out. That was a little bit in my mind, like a mistake. I was like, Ooh, why are, why are people having to put in a credit card if it's zero? But it turned out to be the best thing ever because even though it was zeroed out, they still took out a credit card. It still felt like skin in the game. So it was kind of like a little bit of a mistake that turned out to be a beautiful thing. So anyway. All of that to say, I love that we got scrappy. I love that we brought in the whole team. And also for those listening, I just want to remind you that it's okay to pivot and transition and add things to a launch when you see a need. I think that trying new things and experimenting is so important. So I teach people how to create courses. I teach people how to do webinars. Everything I teach still very much is needed in your launch. But as I try new things and as they work, I'm going to talk about them on this podcast. I'm going to teach them in my programs. I love to go first, tell you what worked, what didn't work, and then encourage you to do so. So anyway, we just wanted to come on here and kind of share a little bit behind the scenes because it was a great experience. Not easy. There were moments that I was sweating for sure, but it was really fun that we came together as a team. So much fun. And I look forward to it every year. Me too. Me too. I'm going to quote you on that, Joshy. So Josh, <laughs> thanks for being my partner in crime throughout DCA. It was so fun um, getting the, to experience everything with you. You have the best attitude. That's another thing. Find somebody on your team. This is Josh. Find someone on your team that one, always has a great attitude, but number two, is not afraid to add work to his plate. Josh is the one who said, let's do a Zoomathon. That meant he would be on the phone for like the next five hours. Josh is the one that said, let's do something different and do a coupon code. And he made it happen. He actually programmed all of that. So when you have a team member that comes to the table with ideas, knowing it's going to be more work for them, to me, that is a very special type of person, which is you, Josh. So thanks for being here. Oh, thank you, Amy. I appreciate it. Love you, tons. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you love these off-the-cuff, behind-the-scenes conversations with my team members, let me know. And maybe I could do some more with other people on the team that are in the trenches. Have a wonderful day. And I'll see you on Thursday, same time, same place. Bye for now.